0: to the Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am your Dungeon Master Dave, and to the left we have... Henley! Boudreaux!
1: Garoth, and Lila!
2: Roscoe!
0: And Fenrir! And our recap is... Henley! What happened last time?
1: Well, we all met together, and we grabbed Lionel so we could go after the creature... We went to the Clinton farm and we discovered that it was an owl bear from the tracks and some of the other evidence we found. And we went after it and we found it. After a little while it was dark and Lionel charged it and was doing really good and we were fighting it, and then it killed Lionel and did some horrible things to him. And then we killed it, and that's where we left off.
0: Okay. You're approaching the office of the minister, Veronica. You guys pulling up, kind of dragging the body on your little makeshift cart thing. How do you guys approach the door?
1: Deep breath.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna remain outside with the body. I don't think we're gonna take it into the thing. Um, and almost like stand at a respectful guard over the body, just you know, until we know what we're doing.
2: Okay. Fender's gonna go up to the door and knock. Okay. Anybody else want to go with him?
1: I step up.
0: You air a gentle, come in. We enter. Okay. You see Veronica sitting at her desk. She seems to be working on some papers. Looks up. Ah, were you able to find anything?
2: And as she looks up, she sees a very solemn look on Fenrir's face. And he asks her, Veronica, would you please sit down? Okay so she kind of takes a seat
0: she looks worried
2: and Fenrir says we did find him and we discovered that it was an owl bear and Lionel led the charge and he led us straight to where the Roman berries were, and he went in swinging with his great axe, and he fought a very valiant, valiant fight no, and unfortunately was slain in battle. I will make sure that I tell his story
0: no, no,
2: no, in no <clears throat> every. A great ballad will be sung. Where is he? He's outside the door.
0: You see her stand up, kind of trying to compose herself, but you just kind of see the tears falling down her face.
2: And Fenrir starts to cry as well. Yeah,
1: Veronica, I want you to know you may believe differently, but when you walk out the door and you see him as he is, one day you will walk out another door and you will see him as he was.
0: <clears throat> I, I appreciate that, Boudreaux. Um, if you'll excuse me. And she kind of walks right in between you two, seeing Roscoe standing guard over the body, standing there trying to not. You can tell that she's almost breaking down, almost ready to just break. Can you please bring him
1: inside? Very well. And I go out. We go out. We go out and... I would
0: go out and help bring the body in. Yeah. We bring it in. And she just stands by the door. You guys kind of make your way. Bring the body inside. And kind of set him on the floor. Right, Lila's out there as well?
4: Yeah, um, Garatha probably would have been like another five feet back from the body just to give some respect, but as they took the body inside, she would have put it away... By the house, but I'll wait just a little bit so that way the smell and stuff like that couldn't
1: permeate. I went in with the body.
0: Okay. So she falls right behind the body as it goes in. You guys set it down and she kind of stands trying to stay composed. Thank you for returning the body to me. Um, I will ask you to please leave.
1: Henley puts a hand on her shoulder. Okay. And then I scoot everyone out.
3: I'm gonna, just on our way out the door, I'm gonna walk over and actually pull out one of my daggers and just kind of lay it on top on his, where, like, his hands are crossed. Mm, Okay. You know, just kind of... turn around to Veronica and be like he was he was a warrior in life and let him keep you safe in his death and and just walk out and leave my dagger there and stuff
1: probably have his battle axe next to him
3: right
0: okay as you guys leave and you start hearing the door close you just hear you hear her break down and you hear her just collapse to the floor
3: Okay, I'm going to... Roscoe would probably just stand guard outside pretty much all night. He'll just stand there. Okay. You know, just not saying anything, you know, just kind of...
1: Henley does too. So would Garatha. I'll sit on the doorstep. Okay.
2: Fenrir will go off to the... He'll also stay.
4: See, writing down stuff?
2: Yeah. He's he's thinking of his of the ballad that he's going to write for... For Lionel.
0: Mm. Awesome. It's kind of an unrestful night. You're able to doze off here and there. Um, wake up in the morning. Sun's coming up. The town starts. You, you do eventually hear the crying inside cease. And if you guys wanted to look inside, she'd be, of course, asleep, laying on the chest. So it's morning now. The town's starting to wake up. What do you do?
4: How early is it? Like if everybody's just starting to wake up?
0: It's probably about 8 o'clock. Okay. 7, 8 o'clock.
4: I would probably try and store the owl, be- owl bear head as much as I could so it wasn't like in direct view mm. gotcha. um, somewhere. Because I don't want to draw more attention.
0: You could probably it drag it around me. out back. Okay. Nobody can see it.
4: So I do that then, and then I go back up and I ask Roscoe what should be done at this point.
3: I don't know. This is, this is a first for Roscoe, you know? He's, he's seen death a little bit, but he's never fought side by side by with someone and watched them be just completely torn apart. So he's he's a little shook, but... I think Roscoe's just going to stay there for a little bit, but I'm going to look over at Henley and say, you know, you still haven't checked in with your family. Do you want to go touch bases with them and get some fresh air and I'll hang out here if you guys have stuff. We can rotate shifts for the day. We weren't planning on leaving till tomorrow at least, so we should probably – I think it would be good to keep someone here just – to keep an eye on her. Keep an eye on Veronica.
1: Yeah, I'll see you guys later.
0: Is everybody else staying? Yeah. As well, or going with
3: Henley? I'm going to ask someone to go get me some food, but I'm not leaving.
4: Boudreau will get you food. Dope. Mm -hmm. Um... Groth is going to turn to Boudreaux if Boudreaux says that he'd do that and say, Oh, yeah. Get some for her as well.
1: Of course.
2: Fenrir feels somewhat responsible for the death because he kind of encouraged mm. Lionel with, you know, trying to inspire him to fight.
3: And literally, his next round, he died.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> that's That's true, huh?
2: And so... He is kind of slouched down next to the house, just working on the ballad, trying to make this like his like his first real great song. I like it. okay. Boudreaux, you go
0: and scrounge up some, some food for the for Lila with for Garatha and Roscoe. Veronica. So you do scrounge up some food for everybody. hmm Henley? you head off to your family you uh get there and you see your see your mom kind of outside kind of dusting off the off the the rug you know dusting it out you see your brothers Timothy and Trenton the two little twin 6-year-olds running around the place t- playing tag wrestling with each other what do you do
1: i as I'm walking up the path, I kind of wave to my mom.
0: She kind of looks up and does like one of those, oh, hey, oh, Henley, Henley, my girl, come come here, you, what are you doing here? And she like runs out to you we and gives heard... you a big embrace.
1: She just kind of hugs her mom and just kind of breaks down. Oh,
0: dear. What? What is wrong? Henley, my Henley.
1: Can we go inside? Yes, yes.
0: Come, come here, dear. So she leads you inside. The two twins kind of stop and look, seeing you distraught, and they start following. Your mom takes you inside and sets you on on a on a chair next to the table, and she sits across to you, scoots up closer, holding your hands. She's like, "What's wrong, Henley?"
1: Well, we to answer your first question, we're here because we heard there was trouble. We found out it was an owl bear. Oh. And now Lionel's dead. No. And then she just starts to just. She lays her head on the table and just cries. Oh.
0: Or were you there?
1: I couldn't do anything. Oh no. And I no, no, set no, no, my no. broken bow on the table. This is kinda kinda funny. That's Henley's primary weapon. No bows
0: on the table. <laughs> Your mom looks at the bow and she's noticeably concerned. And she's like, "But honey, honey, it, it, it couldn't have been your fault." What? She's trying to comfort you, shh, 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 my dear, shh. Then you hear a little voice. What's wrong with her, <laughs> <laughs> Trenton? Not now. Oh, yeah, Mom's mad. We better
4: get out of here. Six-year-olds <laughs> would probably push it, but Mom. Mom,
1: Henley gets all the attention.
0: Okay, so you're crying for a little bit?
1: And, Mom, I saw Dad.
0: You saw your father?
1: How so? What? Tell me. Well, I think I died. <laughs> you think <laughs> you died? I think Boudreaux, my friend, brought me back. But Dad talked with me. It's a long story, but I just don't know what to do, Mom. I'm so scared of everything, and I can't do anything. I should probably just stay home. Oh, honey,
0: I think... Well, let's start with a good breakfast, and then we can discuss.
1: Where's Rowan? Rowan?
0: Rowan's off with Hector, working at his blacksmith.
1: Oh, that's a good place for him.
0: He's been thriving there. He's actually been working on a project for you. Well, um, I, I didn't say anything. I'm not supposed to mention anything, but oh, okay. let's get you taken care of, okay? I'll whip you up some eggs. I'll cook you a little some of the, the meat that we got here, and, and then we can, we can talk.
1: Thank you, Mom.
0: So she whips up some eggs. The rest of you are kind of standing guard, All right. Um, there is a few people that come up looking for Veronica.
4: I'm gonna stand in front of the door and look. Be all gruff while playing with my shiny stone that I found.
1: Not
3: today, foul
1: beast. I just got- <laughs> Crowd controls a lot harder than killing an owl. There, <laughs> we'd like to get through to speak to Veronica. Veronica!
3: She's unavailable today. What, is she sick? Yes.
0: Well, well we we can go help her. Mm-mm. She
3: needs her but, rest. Just give her the day, who please. Who are
0: you guys to even be here? Veronica! Please. You hear a little stirring inside. As you kind of hear somebody stand up, you can continue talking if you want.
3: Please maybe come back tomorrow and just let her... Let her have this day to herself.
0: Look, I don't even know you. I don't know I'm, why you're I'm here. I'm not
3: asking you to know me. I'm asking you to respect her and give her a little space.
2: Res- respect what? what? What's going on here? Fender's going to kind of stand up and in a rather more of like an intimidation tone, mm-hmm. be like, come back tomorrow.
0: Roll an intimidation check tries to intimidate but he squeaks come
1: back tomorrow <laughs> he's crying
0: we won't be he's yeah, an emotional night uh ten okay they're farmers they're pretty easy to intimidate well but, but he, she's our leader we need to know what's going on but we'll, we'll find out and they kind of like start you know murmuring to each other no 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 as they walk away.
2: Was one of those farmers Eldrin? No, it wasn't.
1: <laughs> Eldrin's a rancher, not a farmer.
2: Oh. Uh-huh.
1: He's like My outside
4: bed. of town
3: anyway.
1: Right?
0: There's nothing else that you guys want to do. We'll go back to Henley. You're enjoying a nice warm meal. Just like mom always made you. It's like, first of all, I got some questions for you. What do you mean you almost died? Um, and what is, what is this about seeing your father?
1: First, we were captured by what I thought was Tri-Groven raiders. They ended up being bounty hunters, but I didn't know that at the time, so I snuck away to try and find some help, and I ended up, Somehow, um, being chased down by this giant insect bug thing, and I blacked out, and I woke up with my friends, they, I was going to, I died, and Buddha brought me back, and Dad spoke with me. He said he loves you. And he misses the boys, but that he's always with you.
0: You can kind of see her tear up a little bit. And she's like, yes, I, I fear him. I, I feel him often. Where is your Boudreaux friend? I need to thank him for saving my precious daughter.
1: He is with uh, Veronica. They're guarding her house so that she can mourn.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Mom, I I miss him so much.
0: Yes. I miss him too. She, like, gives you a a gentle hug and rubs your back. Yes, I... I miss him too, dear. But
1: I miss him more that Trenton and Timothy will never know him. If anyone's going to teach them how to shoot a bow, it's going to be me. And that uh, he would have known what to do. He would have known how to kill the owl bear. He wouldn't have ran away from his friends.
0: You're you're right, but Henley, you're not him. You're Henley. He has taught you how to be your own person. He has taught you how to be honest, how to stand up for people who, who cannot. Though, yes, it's struggle. It's a big struggle to try and establish yourself, but... Don't just stop because you've had some honestly bad, terrible experiences that scare the life out of me, but your father thought really highly of you. He knew how good your heart was. I miss him dearly too, and every time you're around, I feel a piece of him with me. And I would love for you to stay, but I honestly don't think that's what your father would want it.
1: What good is it to have a good heart if I can't ever make a difference?
0: How do you know you're not making a difference, sweetie?
1: I can't save people. I just cause more problems.
0: Well, it's your choice. I will support you in any way. But that's my opinion that I have given you. That's my counsel. But maybe, maybe go see your brother, Rowan. Go see him at Hector's. Maybe, maybe his little surprise will help you. Okay. Okay. You suddenly hear like a loud crash coming from outside. And you hear one of the boys just laughing, and your mom goes, "Oh no!" Runs outside, and you just see part of the kind of chicken coop roof is collapsed.
3: <laughs>
0: and the the one of the boys, Timothy, comes walking out of the roof like he's he's obviously injured. But he's laughing. He's covered in feathers and broken eggs. (laughs) They're like, "I told you, I could do it." (laughs) Ronan, I'm sorry. Oh, Timothy,
1: (laughs) a mother (laughs) would Drinton, get over here now.
0: And you see them just run off, (laughs)
1: like run away from mom. Run away from mom. I chase them (laughs) and tackle them. When I get to them,
0: okay, you're you're able to to snag them. Takes you a little bit, and you take them inside for your I mom. I just give
1: them a look, like okay. a big sister look.
0: Okay, they're they're like eh, okay, we'll we'll come. Oh no, there's two of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so they come submissively. After that, go inside. Are you going to stay there? Or are you going to head?
1: I'll head to Rowan's after I capture the troublemakers okay sounds good
4: i want to do something after okay. some time yep so when you're ready we can
0: we can jump back okay. to you guys
4: so garroth is still in charge mm-hmm. um and after what she thinks is a reasonable amount of time for her to have eaten and kind of try and compose a little bit she's gonna go inside and see her Okay. Um first off, how does anything everything look? What's going on inside?
0: Um, everything seems to be okay, but she is in disarray. Like her clothes like when you saw her before, her dress was very ironed,
4: mm-hmm.
0: very pristine. Now laying on the floor, it has some a little bit of blood on it. Um, looks very scruffled. Her hair's not as tight in a bun. As it, as it was, her eyes are red. She has bags underneath her eyes. She looks like a mess.
4: Mm-hmm. So, knowing that we have to leave within the next day, um, she's going to do something very orcish and um, go up to her and say, Veronica, I know this probably isn't the best of time. But. He. One of the things that he said was that he was going to put that owl bed's head on his wall.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And it's in the back. Put away. So nobody can disturb it. You can do with it what you want. However. My people. We send somebody off who's died in a noble battle by taking any beast that may have taken them as well as them and putting them on a pyre so they may continue the fight after death
0: she chuckles at when you say that he wanted the head (laughs) because she's like of course he wanted the head
4: (laughs) if you don't want it i completely understand i can get rid of it however Him saying what he did, I brought it to you. And if you would like, I would like to honor him with whatever ways to your liking.
0: Yes. um, I appreciate that, that tender thought. If you wish to take the head, I do not want it. You may have it. I do not want that beast's head in my house. As for my husband, he he will be buried here in Glendale. I appreciate your suggestion though. That was very kind of you.
4: So at that point, she's just going to give that fist salute to her, bow and go out and drag the head out and just nod at Roscoe. And start hefting it out of town so she can try and burn it. Okay. Um, not on a farm or anything, just
0: <laughs> Take it to a barn with a bunch of hay. Yeah,
4: yeah, you know, let her wood it to a <line laughs> <of ruinous laughs> fire. Sure. Her somebody else. No, so that way she can get at least, she feels like a proper send off.
0: Mm, gotcha. Okay. So you're walking through the town with the owl Oh, I
4: right? still have, I still want it wrapped up. Like whatever we brought him in on.
0: Okay. I so would like, it's not visible is yes. what you're saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. People are still giving you an eye because it's a big thing. I just
4: figured they're just looking at me because I look weird. I get weird looks all the time.
0: Looking weird and you're carrying something big. Um, people are starting to keep an eye on the office because nobody knows what's going on yet.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Just these strangers show up in town. Now they're telling people not to go away. to go away. And now you're dragging some blood-soaked... out of town (laughs)
4: yeah that sounds that looks really bad
0: (laughs) so there's murmurings nobody's saying anything but there you can hear people we've
1: murdered the (laughs) head all right
4: there
0: there she goes come back
4: later veronica's (laughs) dick
0: gratha you're able to go do that as you wish
4: cool that's what i spend my time doing (laughs) awesome
0: that's good veronica steps out you see a bunch of people start heading towards her. And she kind of stands up very noble-like, very composed, as people start gathering around because they've noticed this hubbub going on. She states, These fine adventurers have defeated the creature that has been affecting our town. As promised, I have given them permission with that will buy horses and what they need to continue their travels. However, you can see that she's getting a little more emotional at this point. During... The battle, my husband Lionel joined the adventurers in stalking down the beast and is no longer with us he
2: <clears throat> Fender's going to step up mm-hmm. and say he fought bravely he was a valiant fighter He fought side by side. He stood up to the fell beast. He charged in, battle axe a-blazing, up over his head. Swipe the fell beast and help us defeat him. A ballad will be sung this evening in his honor. Thank you, Fenrir. Um,
0: I would like to ask for time to myself and I will contact those who can help me address the body for the funeral as of now thank you for all your good work that you've done here in Glendale but please give me my privacy I only ask that And she just kind of nods. You hear people kind of giving their condolences. And people start walking away. She goes back inside, closes the door. Do the, so Boudreaux, Roscoe, Fenrir, you guys do anything else or kind of just hang there a little bit?
3: I'm going to continue to hang out. I I plan on pretty much staying there until we leave the next morning. Just okay. kind of show respect, kind of keep people, give her help, keep her space. Okay.
4: Same. Okay. Awesome.
0: Okay. Lila and Gratha's out there finding a nice place to mm-hmm. burn the thing. Is there a special way you're doing it or kind of?
4: Um. So if I can find some decent fallen logs and stuff like that that aren't too big that I can heft. I want to I build a pyre that way. And then okay. I want to I want to take the longest mm-hmm. feather I can find on the head.
3: Okay.
0: You're, <laughs> able, you're able you're to find a decently sized. We'll say it's about a foot long.
4: Cool. I'm going to take that. And then I'm just going to take one of my torches and light it and drop it on the pyre okay. and call it Gosh. good
0: kind of watch it burn or are you going to mm-hmm. kind of start it and
4: walk away <laughs> no i'm going to watch it burn because i don't want it to start a fire okay. <laughs> and I've, I've dug up i want to like kick up the ground enough around it that it's far enough out that if there's brush or whatnot i'm not right. going to you've done this before fire. you know mm-hmm.
0: what causes forest fires
3: well, only you can prevent forest fires <laughs>
4: <laughs> and at that point i'm going to be basically reciting um Almost like a prayer to the to the orc god, okay. Asking him to take the warrior that slain this beast into his fold after death, because he was she sees it as a noble death. Gotcha. She doesn't believe that like in reincarnation or anything. So right, but that's what she's doing.
0: Cool. I like that.
4: And the feather she's gonna try and give to Roscoe because it's his kill. She's taken something little from all of her kills.
0: Mm. Nice. I like that. Do Henley real fast and then we'll call it. <clears throat> so you make your way to Hector's blacksmith. Hector is an old friend, Hector Greaves. He's an old family friend. He's a friend of your dad's, friend of your family's. He's kind of stepped up and t- took care of your family.
1: Kinda of like an uncle.
0: Kind of yeah. Very much. Uncle, you guys called him Uncle Greaves. Or Uncle Hector. Uncle Hector. Hector. Uncle Hector. He's an old half-elf. He's in his kind of... Half-elves live longer than, than humans. They can live up to like 200, 250 years. He's like 180. So he's getting up there in years. He doesn't move as fast. He's a decent enough blacksmith, but he specializes in... He can make weapons... But he's more proficient at making farm equipment and building materials. <clears throat> your brother, Rowan, enjoys working with him because he does a lot of the woodwork. Rowan's very good at cra- of wood carving. That's always been his thing. It's been kind of your dad's thing, too. And he's kind of taken up that mantle. And he's, the last couple of years, he's been able to make some money to by working with him and doing other special projects for other people. You walk up and you see Rowan kind of whittling away, kind of looks like he's making some kind of handle for an ax or a shovel. And and you hear uh, Hector in the background pounding his hammer, making something.
1: What do you hi, do? Hi, Rowan. Henley? What, what are you doing here? She smiles the minute she sees him. We heard there was trouble in town, so we came to investigate. Well, well, come here. Come here. And she runs up and gives you a hug. I give him a hug. A big squeezing hug. And lift him up a little bit.
0: And Hector turns around. He's like, ah, lass, how are you doing? Come in. Come in. Have a seat. Have a seat. Hi Hector. Hello, hello, my girl. I, wow, give I didn't him a expect hug. you to come so soon. You get it's almost like you just left. It's like 7 months
1: ago, Hector.
0: Has it been that long? Yeah. Well, when you get my age, time just flies past.
1: But but what what brings you to town? My party and I heard there was trouble at Gibson Well. So we came to Glendale to investigate.
0: Mm, yes, I have heard that. Your brother speaks up, yeah, it's some kind of big creature.
1: It was an owlbear. The same kind that Daddy used to tell us stories about? Mm-hmm. But it was a lot scarier in person. You fought it? Yeah. What, what, what?
0: Did Did you get it?
1: Yeah, it's dead.
0: Oh, Dad would be so proud of you.
1: Uh, I didn't do much.
0: That's quite a feat, lass.
1: Lionel did most of the work.
0: Oh, of course he did. He is a fierce warrior. He's a little headstrong, though. He loves to fight too much.
1: (sighs) Unfortunately, that... It was his last battle.
0: You... you mean he's dead? Yes. Oh. That poor Veronica. Poor mm. Lionel, of course, but... She loved him dearly. Yeah. Well...
1: What, that,
0: well, what, what are you going to do now?
1: I don't know. I don't feel like I'm very useful.
0: Well, you... Always welcome to stay here, I guess, but oh I, I know this is sad, but I really have to show you something
1: okay, show me
0: hector I'll, I'll be I'll be back later. I want to go show henley my uh oh go lad, go so he runs you guys both run off to the house back to the house. Your mom. The boys are nowhere to be seen.
1: <laughs> Before I kinda of stop rolling, Mom, where are the boys?
0: And then you hear a thud upstairs. Doom. Boys! And then silence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are they in a timeout?
0: They are in their room. You can tell she's just you can tell she's just mad. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep her cool. Okay. He's I like, will
1: then follow Rowan.
0: Okay, again. Rowan takes you upstairs, takes you to his room, and he opens up this, this chest, and he's like, Mom, let me borrow Dad's bow. What? And I made you a copy. No one's
1: allowed to touch. What?
0: And he, like, pulls it out and hands it to you. It's, like, almost identical to the bow that, that your dad always had. She wouldn't let me take it and give it to you because I thought it was fitting for you to have, but she did let me let me make a copy for of it. Look, look, try it out, try it out. Let, let's go outside. Let's try it.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So you go outside. It is smooth. The wood is smooth, and when you pull back that string, it's like very little. You can tell it's got good tension. You pull the bow back, and the arrow just flies right on target. Just like when you shot your dad's bow when he was still alive. Except now you're a little stronger, so you can handle his bow a little better. Do you like it?
1: Hanley just kind of sets the bow aside and just s- grabs Rowan and just kind of cries a little and just thanks him. You don't know what this means to me.
0: You're so welcome, and now you can go on your adventures with Dad by your side.
1: Yeah, have, as you sorry have a piece of with me. But what about you? Tell me about you.
0: Oh, I actually. So, and he points over to the to kind of where the animals are at you see this scarecrow. You've never seen the scarecrow before. Kind of looks like a normal scarecrow. He's like, I actually bought this. And now, and he points over by the door and you see this kind of strange looking reef on it. Kind of old twigs wrapped together making a reef that's hanging on the door. Didn't notice it before. He's like, there was this guy that came in to town a couple weeks ago, his name was Ad uh, Wick and Lenock. He was selling these things that, these scarecrows, that actually protect your stuff. So, so I bought one, and it, it, I know it works because he he demonstrated it. He demonstrated. He put this thing out there, and he had somebody go and try and take something. The thing came off its stick, and it and and it scared off the guy.
1: What? Like magic?
0: I don't know what it is, but like I'm thinking that I only bought, I only could buy one. They wanted 500 silver for it. But he threw. You
1: spent 500 uh, silver on a scarecrow? I
0: I saved up. But listen, listen, listen. But now I can go to Avalon. Mom's going to be protected. This scarecrow can protect her. And I can go to Avalon and, and actually find somebody that that can teach me more about wood carving. That I can I can be a, a fletcher. I can make bows and, and make arrows for adventures like you and adventures like Dad. And I can d- be somebody. Now that Mom's going to be taken care of, the scarecrow can protect her. This reef, he said, will protect anybody that's in this house. Like I don't need to be here anymore. Mom's got it. The The town loves mom. Like, she can... Since dad died for this place, like, they take care of her. I don't need to be
1: here anymore. Oh. I don't know what to say. I... I don't know. Well,
0: like, you, you've gone off. And it's, and it's good. Like That's what dad wanted you to do. But I I need to do something too. I mean, I'm almost to the age where they don't accept apprentices anymore. If I get any older, I'm going to lose my chance. So I invested this money to, to protect mom. To do this for her. I need to do this, Henley.
1: I believe you. And... I'm just worried about Mom.:
0: Well, that's kind of why I wanted to talk to you. Maybe you could convince her, help
1: convince her. I will try. Okay. Okay,
0: because I've tried several times, and, and maybe maybe you being home and you could, you could give in the extra word for, for me.
1: I mean, you'd only be gone for four or five years, and then maybe come back and work here.
0: No, that's that's possible. There's not a lot of work here, but but we'll we'll come across that when it comes. But I just want to go so bad.
1: Venturing's in our blood.
0: It is. Okay, so you guys continue chit chatting. So we cut to the evening. And they have a little funeral thing, and Fenrir goes up and gets up in the middle of town, and go ahead.
2: Fight on, my men, says Lionel. I am hurt and I am slain. Lay me down, but rise and fight again. Fight on, my men. These owl bears they bite so low, but fight on for Glendale and Kelleth.
0: Everybody's kind of mourning over him. He was kind of the chief guard around here, kind of chief protector. And everybody shouts, fight on, fight on. Kind of chanting with you. Okay, so that's where we're ended end tonight. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, shout out to DA Nichols, as always, for writing our music. Please check out her RPG. That All, all that information is in our show notes. Check out our social medias, Tomes of the Chaos Bard, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter. We got an email. Check it out in the show notes. Uh, as of that, I'm DM Dave, and to my right we have... Fenrir. Roscoe.
4: Garoth and Lila.
0: Boudreau.
1: And Henley.
0: And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale.
1: Bye!